It is a strange thing to think that the end of the Empire of the Wolf, and all the death and devastation that came with it, traced its long roots back to the tiny and insignificant village of Rill. That as we drew closer to it, we were not just plodding through a rainy, cold country twenty miles east of the Tolsberg marshes, we were approaching the precipice of the Great Decline, its steep and treacherous slope falling away from us like a cliff face of glassy obsidian. Rill. How to describe it? The birthplace of our misfortune was so plain. For its isolation, it was typical for the North Mark of Tolzberg. It was formed of a large communal square of churned mud and straw, and a ring of twenty buildings with wattle and door walls and thatched roofs. The manor was distinguishable only by its size, being perhaps twice as big as the biggest cottage, but there the differences ended. It was as tumble-down as the rest of them. An inn lay off to one side, and livestock and peasants moved haphazardly through the public space. One benefit of the cold was that the smell wasn't so bad, but Von Volt still held a kerchief filled with dried lavender to his nose. He could be fussy like that. I should have been in a good mood. Rill was the first village we had come across since we had left the Imperial Wayfort on the Jagerland border, and it marked the beginning of a crescent of settlements that ended in the Hauna Fortress of Seagard, fifty miles to the northeast. Our arrival here meant we were probably only a few weeks away from turning south again to complete the eastern half of our circuit, and that meant better weather, larger towns, and something approaching civilization. Instead, anxiety gnawed at me. My attention was fixed on the vast, ancient forest that bordered the village and stretched for a hundred miles north and west of us, all the way to the coast. It was home, according to the rumours we had been fed along the way, to an old dreadist witch. You think she is in there? Patria Bartholomew Claver asked from next to me. Claver was one of four people who made up our caravan, a Neiman priest who had imposed himself on us at the Jagland border. Ostensibly, it was for protection against bandits, though the Northmark was infamously desolate. And by his own account, he travelled almost everywhere alone. Who? I asked. Claver smiled without warmth. The witch, he said. No, I said curtly. I found Claver very irritating, everyone did. Our itinerant lives were difficult enough, but Claver's incessant questioning over the last few weeks of every aspect of von Volt's practice and powers had worn us all down to the nub. I do. I turned. De Baum Bressinger, von Volt's taskman, was approaching, cheerfully eating an onion. He winked at me as his horse trotted past. Behind him was our employer, Sir Conrad von Volt, and at the very back was our donkey, disrespectfully named the Duke of Bronzy, which pulled a cart loaded with all our accoutrements. We had come to Rill for the same reason we went anywhere, to ensure that the Emperor's justice was done, even out here on the fringes of the Sovn Empire. 
For all their faults, the Sovans were great believers in justice for all, and they dispatched imperial magistrates like von Volt to tour the distant villages and towns of the Empire as itinerant courts. I'm looking for Sir Ottmar Frost, I heard von Volt call out from the rear of our caravan. Bressinger had already dismounted and was summoning a local boy to make arrangements for our horses. One of the peasants pointed wordlessly at the manor. Von Volt grunted and dismounted. Patria Claver and I did the same. The mud was iron-hard beneath my feet. Helena, Von Volt called to me. The ledger. I nodded and retrieved the ledger from the cart. It was a heavy tome, with the thick leather jacket clad in iron and with a lockable clasp. It would be used to record any legal issues which arose, and von Volt's considered judgments.